0: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Senior Style Guide Real Talk Podcast. I am your host, Sean Brown, and today we have none other but Jen Bertrand. Jen Bertrand is a senior and editorial fashion photographer of sorts based out of the Dallas, Texas area, and she's really focused on creating editorial magazine style imagery that speaks to the individual and her clients. Jen graduated from the University of Texas, Austin, with a degree in photojournalism, and this is really how she got her start with photography. Um, and, and has used it as her background to drive her work ever since. Jen has become known for incredible. Off-camera flash, studio lighting, and is just phenomenal at putting her subjects to ease. And I would know; um, I actually had Jen do my headshots, and they turned out incredible because Jen has a knack for being able to connect with the client and understand understand them as a person, and to really be able to empower them through her photography. In today's episode, we talk about rebranding, incorporating yourself into your brand, and then also where you draw influences for your photography and and you'll understand why music is such a big part of Jen's uh, photography inspiration and and her brand and her drive. So without further ado, cannot wait to have you guys join us for this episode of the Senior Style Guide Real Talk podcast. So let's dive in. everyone we're here with another episode of real talk i'm sean brown and i'm super pumped to have jen bertrand on who is an amazing portrait photographer um, based out of dallas texas and so she can give you a little bit of intro but welcome on real talk jen
1: hi thank you so much for having me
0: i'm super excited jen is like one of my favorite people in the world so i'm super excited when she decided to to come on we um Have been to some of the same conferences I've had the opportunity to hear her speak and she is absolutely an amazing um, photographer educator so um, first off give the people a little bit of background about who you are kind of where you're based out of how you got started on photography you know the kind of the nitty-gritty stuff oh
1: the nitty-gritty okay well I'm Jen and as Sean said I'm based here in Dallas Texas um by way of originally Houston and then Austin for about 13 years. Um, I've been shooting for about 20 years now, um, started in high school and, um, went to the university of Texas at Austin hook horns, um, and studied photojournalism, absolutely bombed at photojournalism, like horrible. So, so awful. Um, but I took a studio class my last semester and, uh, really found my niche, my passion for photography after almost giving up photography and, um, graduated and worked for a fashion studio for a couple years, managed that studio before I went out on my own. And in Uh, October of 2012 my husband and I relocated to Dallas and so I've just kind of been doing um work here and building up my clientele ever since then in Dallas and um absolutely love it and doing studio and uh lots of studio work teaching studio photography as well which I love um and yeah that's pretty much me in a nutshell (laughs)
0: love it and for those of you don't know um Jen is a senior photographer. Do you also kind of dabble with other genres or have you exclusively kind of fell in love with seniors and just stuck with that?
1: Um, I, I do dabble quite a bit in other genres, um, predominantly headshots and uh, portfolios for creative and business professionals. Um, I've found that there, um, there's a market, especially here in Dallas, which has um, most... The Dallas market is very heavy with corporate headquarters. And as a result, there's, A wonderful market for business headshots and corporate photography. And um, I do love working for people in that regard and kind of taking them outside of the box. Um, I find that a lot of corporate photography um, can be very similar. So I try to give people something that brands them as their own individuals um, while remaining professional, but giving them a little, little something, a little more fun that makes them want to put that headshot, out on social media, uh, and on their website. So, um, I do that pretty predominantly as well as seniors. Um, I don't do a whole lot in the way of families. Um, I do for friends and family, but that's really, don't we all
0: right? Yeah, absolutely.
1: Absolutely. And, um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of my bread and butters business and, uh, career professionals, seniors and teens, and, um, working a little bit to getting into the, modeling um market here in dallas since we've got a lot of um modeling agencies it's the third fashion hub
0: well, oh wow i didn't realize it was yeah yeah, yeah cool. dallas
1: is a big fashion market um it's it's similar in atlanta in that way where you don't really realize how much influence it truly has um because so everybody automatically thinks new york la absolutely yeah. and then with that also you've got dallas atlanta chicago so
0: very awesome so i love how you kind of touched on that piece where you want people to have headshots that are like fun and and make them want to put that out there Mm -hmm. and for those of you who don't know jen jen actually underwent kind of a huge rebrand within probably what the last six months or so
1: Um, It launched in um, July, June, July of uh, 2017, but it was a very long process that started probably in about October, November of last year. Um, I connected with an incredible designer whose work I stalked for a very long time, um, Brittany Janine, and I know that she's done a lot of work for people in the industry, including Devin Jones. Um, She did her brand and her website. And um, I decided, you know, it's time. I've spent way too much time trying to design my own logos and put together a brand that I was just way too connected with and couldn't really see it. I couldn't see the forest for the trees, you know, sort of a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So I reached out to Brittany, and that was probably one of the best business decisions I have ever made.
0: And I know a lot of photographers, they're probably like, I need to rebrand, <clears throat> but they don't necessarily know how to go about it or even like why they're rebranding. So what was like the the kind of that light bulb moment where you're like, I need to rebrand. This isn't what I want in my business. And I, maybe it's pulling different clientele or, or what was your initial reaction for why you needed to rebrand?
1: Um, well, I think first and foremost, um, we, as professionals consistently talk um, and preach to our own clients about how important it is to hire a professional for those special moments and um you know why trust an amateur to do a professional's job you know especially when you're dealing with these memories and that was sort of one of the things i kept thinking about is like why am i a photographer um trying to do the job of a designer it, it just kept falling flat for me nothing seemed consistent across the board and I I felt like a lot of that kind of seeped into my workflow even and I wasn't able to give my clients um, the full experience that I felt that they deserved and I thought that um, you know from the beginning it needs to start from that very first impression which is you know the website and I just didn't feel like I had it together, and I needed some guidance. I was way too close to my imagery. I was way too close to um, just my brand in general, and couldn't um, push past some of my own limitations to bring forth kind of that cohesion. And that's what I needed someone else to do. And that is what Brittany is incredibly brilliant at. Um, and I knew that given her aesthetic, um, that she would help kind of bring forward those things that I had in my mind in my heart. Uh, and as part of my brand, she could identify some of that cohesion and bring that forward into not just a logo, but a, a complete experience, uh, for my clients through the website, through my client guide, uh, even over to my social media. So it, it just kind of was creating that full experience for my clients.
0: When well, I think touching on that cohesion part is so key too, because a lot of people who I personally see struggling with their brand it's it's that the consistency part it's 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 all jumbled up the the brand message is mixed so how did you realize that that was kind of coming across in your work was it just kind of self-awareness or were were other people kind of telling you that how did you first have the insight to say okay my stuff maybe isn't as good as it can be
1: um I think when I was realizing, um, I didn't like looking at my own website. I didn't like, um, you know, I would get nervous when I would send things out to potential clients and felt like I just was not fully prepared. Um, and you know, it was like, I, I, at every moment I was like, Oh, I have to do this other thing before I can send them this thing. And I need to upload this image and I need to do this. And I hadn't really sat down to, to, really build that together and I think that um as is very often with a lot of creatives but just people in general we see things that we're really drawn to and we start to kind of work those things into our work and at some point we kind of lose ourselves um through that process and I do think that um becoming a mother had a lot to do with that as well kind of taking on a new identity in my own life, a new chapter in my life. And um, from that sprung um, kind of a new version of myself. And um, I also just, I guess, kind of felt like that work image just was not reflecting who I am and what people experience when they do work with me. And so it was a matter of also kind of figuring out, you know, yes, you know, my pictures aren't 100% my brand, I am not 100% my brand, but when you put those things together, that's what people are hiring me for. They're hiring me for my eye, they're hiring me for my aesthetic, um, but also that experience. And part of that experience is interacting with me. And um, after having my daughter, I was, um, you know, kind of realized that how can I teach her to be a strong young woman um, who's confident with herself and believes in herself if I couldn't do that myself? So it was kind of a a soul searching, not to go like super deep on it, but it is, you know, part of that because as artists, um, we, we work from our soul, we work from that heart and it's really hard to separate it. So I just thought that, um, I needed something that represented me as an artist, something that represented my brand, but most importantly, what i can offer to a potential client when they work with me and that needed to be at the forefront
0: absolutely and kind of when i look at your brand i think of something that's fun fresh modern kind of a a, a modern take on studio portraiture so how did you get started with studio work because a lot of photographers um especially in the senior industry are natural light we almost it never touch studio strobes so what was it about strobes or or light that kind of drew you to wanting to incorporate that into your work?
1: Well, um, I I learned studio when I was in college. Um, During our last semester in college, we had the opportunity to either take a documentary class or studio portraiture. And I like I said, I mean, I sucked at photojournalism. I could not score. I, I mean I, I honestly my grades, I think the highest grade I made in the majority of my classes were uh was a maybe a B minus. Like I I could not get that A. And and when I would go out and I'd shoot these assignments, it just wasn't it wasn't exciting for me. And so I was like, Well, I'm gonna try my hand at studio. And I loved Annie Leibovitz, um, you know, growing up. My mom was a huge fan of hers and had a portrait that she had taken of Steve Martin in front of this canvas. And he's in this white suit with these black, you know, paint splatters on him. And then it's the same on the canvas. And that was hanging up in her home. So that was a a huge inspiration. I thought, you know, let me me try something different. And the first assignment that we had on lighting styles, I went in there and when I looked at my contact sheet um, from my negatives, I, Kind of just stopped and, and was like, oh my gosh, I mean, I was moved by my own images and um, that's when I realized that that was kind of the thing for me and it came very naturally and so when I started doing my internship, it was also a studio, she uh, worked 100% with studio lighting and that was really where um, my natural talent and my aptitudes, I think, manifested and I continued to build on those skills working for that studio. And to be honest, I really didn't start shooting natural light um, for portraits and, and that sort of thing until um, definitely past college. I think the photojournalism <laughs> kind of kind of killed it for me there for a while. Um, but I loved being able to manipulate the light. I liked being in control. I liked being able to make the light do what I wanted it to do and create something um, since I could never get my hands to do what I wanted them to do and what I saw in my brain um, and couldn't pursue art in that way, this was kind of my way of, of doing that.
0: Awesome, I love that. And <laughs> what, what kind of can you tell photographers that maybe want to get started with studio lighting? Um, they don't know where to start. What's like one piece of advice that you would give them to kind of build, start building that foundation?
1: allow yourself to fail just do it you're going to fail like it's it's going to happen um but you have to do it you just you you have to make that step um you can wish and want all you want but until you actually make the steps to do it you'll never truly know and kind of the one of the things that i tell um my students when teaching my enlightened workshop or if i'm speaking at a conference is you know i can sit up here and talk to you all day about how to ride a bike you will never be able to ride that bike um, unless you actually get on it you will never know so that's probably my biggest piece of advice is just to to make that leap you know try it just just try it um and you're gonna fail so try it again (laughs) And then, you know, I mean, I I failed miserably. There's plenty of stuff that I've shot um, that just came out horribly. But just like you would do if you were out in natural light, some techniques work. And sometimes you've got these great ideas that don't come to fruition, but doesn't stop you from shooting outdoors. You know, it's the same in studio. It's You're just, you're dealing with light and it's all the same thing. Um, Just different parameters. So...
0: Yeah. And I think that that's something that not even just with studio lighting, but just photography and business in general, you can really take and apply is, is you got to go out and do the work because you don't necessarily know what's going to work until you try it. And some things that you think might not work actually end up working and some things that you think are kind of a surefire shot end up just epically failing. So I love that you just say, just kind of keep doing it.
1: Absolutely. I mean, honestly, the only thing that separates me from, you know, say you is just I've just done it a whole lot more. You know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. not that I have any sort of like special powers. I mean, I have my own- Well, special, I don't know. You, you might have some
0: special powers, but-
1: <laughs> But it's really, it's, it's just a matter of getting out there and, and doing it and trying it. And, um, you know, working through that fear, just still doing it nonetheless. I mean, I still get terrified on shoot sometimes uh, with certain clients, you know, but- Oh,
0: absolutely, yeah.
1: Gotta go and do, you know? <laughs>
0: Yeah. And then I know with um, with you especially, because you kind of pull from from other genres and kind of take a different take on studio portraiture, where do you draw your inspiration from? Or, or what are you looking at to kind of keep keep your ideas fresh and, and creatively inspired or inspired in new creative ways?
1: Um, I draw a lot of inspiration from the music industry, of course. Um, I think anybody who's seen my website or been around me knows how much of a, a music nerd I am um, and I I love um, being inspired by music but also music videos, the visual component of that and even um, album artwork which I think is kind of a, a lost art um, which is why I have held on to so many records. Uh, it really is kind of an immersive experience but I love... Um, you know, art itself. I find a lot of inspiration, even from magazines, but, um, the music industry for, for sure, because, um, you know, music is very similar in that it's about evoking an emotion. And that's what we do as photographers is connecting people to those emotions, um, through still photography. And I get that, um, visual excitement with music through, music videos, you know, it kind of adds that visual component and also brings together um, the artist's vision in another way, in a way that I can interpret really well, too. Um, and I think, like, Beyonce's Lemonade, um, that to me is such a perfect example of of that, and I'm highly inspired um, by that project. It's one of the greatest pieces of... Music, rock opera—just I mean, actually I think it's more of a hip opera, but I mean, incredible. So I'm I'm very inspired by that.
0: Yeah, and so let's talk about a little project of your own, Um, throwing it back to the Hurricane Harvey relief project. So um, back in I guess probably early September is kind of when when you started this all right after Hurricane Harvey. Um, Jen started an amazing hurricane Harvey kind of joint relief project with push for a change and was kind of one of the real leaders and kind of forces to be reckoned with in helping to start relief efforts in Houston. So give us a little bit of insight about kind of what motivated you to do that kind of how you got involved with that or, and really just why you wanted to.
1: Well, um, as I mentioned before, I'm a Houston native. Um I grew up there and so when all of this was happening, not only did I have family there, um but also a lot of friends and childhood friends uh were in Houston and just seeing the devastation really hit close to home seeing video and photographs of places that I grew up just being completely just demolished, just white clean. Um you know, areas where I went to high school and, and would hang out on the weekends, just completely underwater. Um, it really hit home and I wanted to do something. And I was quite literally pacing <laughs> in my home here in Dallas, uh, knowing that my family was okay. You know, that made it a lot easier, um, but it didn't make it any easier scrolling through, you know, my Facebook feed and on Instagram and seeing uh friends who had just lost everything. And even people that I didn't know who had completely lost everything and feeling absolutely helpless. And, and I just kind of made this decision um, that I needed to do something. I didn't know what, but I needed to do something. And I looked at my daughter and, and just said, you know, what can I do? How can I be kind of an example for her too? So I thought to myself, well, you know, I could do headshots and donate the money. And I was like, no, I need to go bigger. What can I do to like really make a difference? And it hit me, call Vicki Black. <laughs> so I called Vicki Black and I left her the, probably this terribly rambling message that was like, Vicki, I need you to call me. I have an idea and I don't know what to do. Call me. So um, she called me back and I think she even said like, I couldn't understand your message, <laughs> but whatever you need, We'll do it. So, um, you know, I said, look, I want to do something with senior style guide, um, to raise money for hurricane Harvey. And I'm not sure exactly what, but maybe we can do, you know, some sort of fundraiser and get people involved. And she was the one who said, can you give me 24 hours to figure out some logistics and I'll get back with you. And I said, absolutely. And when she came back, she said, look, let's run this through push for a change which, um, was, you know, starting to kind of, um, build momentum. It was a new nonprofit that she was starting. It had debuted, um, just in July at, um, the last push conference. And she said, you know, this way we can make sure that every penny possible can go directly to hurricane Harvey relief. And, um, so that's that's exactly what we did and we we talked about it a little bit and i said you know let me get on board with um you know some of our former speakers from push and some people in the industry who are always willing um to do what they can for others and see if they'd be willing to kind of you know help me out with this and do something not just for the senior industry senior portrait industry but also for um you know, the people of of Houston. So that's kind of how it came to is, you know, what can we do to help everybody involved, including the people who are being willing to give their money to help strangers, you know, and that's just kind of how it was, it was born.
0: (laughs) I think, I think over the course of a week, I think we raised over $20,000 for relief, which is absolutely mind boggling.
1: That's
0: (laughs) so just something that's, you should be incredibly proud of. And I think that that's um really kind of speaks to the industry as a whole too where everyone is willing to help out and and kind of be selfless um in in ex- basically in, to to pr- get the greater good and kind of really help out others so um
1: Absolutely. we've awesome. got a really great industry and and you were one of the people who jumped on board as well immediately i called you up and you said whatever it is count me in and um we've got an incredible industry. And if it wasn't for the people in that industry, this wouldn't have happened. You know, I was simply a, a conduit and, um, you know, the rest of you guys are the ones who truly made the change by donating and purchasing that product. So still, thank you so much. I'm so grateful. So,
0: yeah, I just, that's something that's, I know I kind of, uh, wanted to highlight as, as part of you,
1: (laughs) you, I
0: think that's just who you are as a person is just somebody who, is always willing to help out others and just wants to always do the best that you can do for others. So, um, awesome. Well, we'll, we'll kind of wrap up there, but, um, where can people find you on Instagram, social media, websites, that sort of thing?
1: Um, well, my website is Jen and, uh, on Instagram, I'm also Jen Bertrand photo. And I think on Twitter, I'm Bertrand photo because I think they were giving me a little bit of a character limit there. Um, although I'm, I'm not typically on Twitter, but Instagram is typically the best way. Um, and then also on Facebook, Jen Bertrand Photography. Uh, you can find me there. And of course, if you go to my website, it kind of links to, to everything. So
0: <laughs> and, and we'll also put the links down below for everybody okay. too. So make sure to click down below. Um, check out Jen's work if you guys haven't already. Uh, make sure to give her a follow because she's absolutely amazing. Um, one of my sources of kind of studio inspiration because her work is so it's just so fresh and just kind of inviting and and fun Um, but we'll also end with one question that you get to ask the audience um, that they're going to answer down in the quest in the comment section down below I know I'm putting you on the spot here
1: oh my gosh
0: but it can literally be anything like um, I know you're a huge music junkie so it can even be like what is like one of your favorite all-time records or something photography related, literally anything.
1: Oh my gosh. Oh goodness gracious. Okay. I guess um, the question that I would ask because I think the music thing is a really good thing. Cause I always love finding what other people's inspiration is when it comes to music. So I would say your top three albums of all time. Beginning to end. Right? So that album that this is, is your
0: question so
1: perfect from beginning to end.
0: Top three albums. I love it. Sweet. Well, thank you again for joining us on Real Talk. Um, everybody, if you're not subscribed already, we're gonna be putting these out. Um, more episodes coming, so make sure to hit the subscribe button or stay in tune with Senior Style Guys blog, where we're gonna be posting these as well on a blog post. But um, Thank you so much, Jen, for joining us. It was awesome to to get to sit down and kind of hear a little bit more about you and your story today.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Awesome. Well, signing off on this Real Talk episode, we'll see you guys on the next one. That wraps it up for this episode of the Senior Style Guide Real Talk podcast. We are so excited that you guys are joining us and just want to say a heartfelt thank you. I know that there are so many podcasts out there that you guys have the option to listen to, and it really means the world that you're joining us and giving us a part of your day and really just joining in on part of the conversation and and the community. In addition, make sure that you guys are joining us over on Facebook in the Senior Style Guide group over there where photographers from all throughout the country contribute, give their input and their advice and their experiences to help other photographers learn and grow. We'd love for you to join us over there as well. So all you have to do is search Senior Style Guide on Facebook, ask to be added to the group and we'll make sure that you guys get to be a part of the conversation over there. If you haven't had a chance to hit that subscribe button below, please take a second to do that really quick. What that does is it makes sure that you guys keep up to date on all of the content that we're putting out there. We have tons of Real Talk episodes coming to you guys throughout the year from leaders and other photographers that you would love to hear from. So we wanna make sure that you do not miss a single episode of that. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button below. Thank you guys for joining us and we cannot wait to have you as part of the listening experience for future podcasts. Looking forward to seeing you guys on the next episode, and we'll see you around.